When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Sound yeah, like talk about walks yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. But I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. But as far as being obnoxious and not being able to take an L, I'd give that to Lou Merloni or whatever the <laughs> fuck his name is. Um, for, for most obnoxious, I think he's winning right now just because he doesn't know, you know, yeah, he doesn't I mean, know when to quit. Hey, if, if, if you're still holding on to this persona of Al, Al Horford not being a big time player, I mean, you just, I think, like Anna said, you're a fucking idiot. Oh! oh! Oh, hey. Hold on, and, and this guy works right down the hallway. Podcast versions. Does anybody ever listen to a word I freaking say? No. Does anybody Are you asking us? us? Listen we don't. Oh, no. to we don't. a word no. I say. Why, would we? why should that? I take it out? Do you really think people go to you for like Celtics takes? Like, is that really what you think? Like, you're, you really think that? That's a question, actually. Answer that. Do you think people actually say, oh, I wonder what Lou Maloney thinks about the Celtics? You really think that? No. All right, welcome into another edition of the Causeway Street Podcast. Josue Pavone here, Joel Pavone, and Sean Dutras, the usual Ooh, suspects. Hello, hello. Back hey. with another episode, fellas. What's beef? Southern's got a 12. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> Southern's got a 12 game winning streak going. Longest winning streak for Brad Stevens as the uh, NBA coach. Uh-huh. And uh, the last win is easily the most impressive one over the Raptors 95 to 94. No Kyrie Irving. Al Horford was back in the lineup, but the fact that these guys knocked off the Toronto Raptors, I think, speaks volumes for how, not only how deep this team is, but how valuable Brad Stevens is, guys. What did I say before the season started? Who's the MVP of this team? Gary Irving. Remind me. I forget what I said. No, no, I don't think it was him. Joel, Joel, who did I say was the MVP of this uh, this team? No, Danny Ainge. Shemmy Old (laughs) Jalei. You guys are assholes. It was Brad Stevens. (laughs) Shemmy Old Jalei. One word. Brad Stevens is the reason why this team is successful and is going to be successful. The biggest reason why, I should say. Mm-hmm. The biggest reason why this team is successful because he gets the best out of his guys. He implements a system where everyone succeeds. And that is the reason why the Celtics still have this winning streak riding strong 
path to Toronto Raptors. Except for Nader. I don't think he can get the best out of Nader. No, Nader, Nader he's gotten the best. This is the best out of Nader. <laughs> Nader just sucks, man. But Yabu, yeah, yeah, what's good with that dude? Yeah. I don't know. You guys are not helping my point here. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. I'm going to say, I am going to, okay, the, when you made this statement, we did not know that Gordon Hayward, Kyrie Irving, I mean, Al Horford would all miss time. <laughs> so you can't just go back now and be like, oh, the best player players, Brad Stevens. Obviously, if you told me the Celtics would win 12 straight, what is it, 12 straight? 12 straight. 12, 12 straight. straight. Bro. Get it together. I can't straight. even. I can't even. My, my, my mind. 12 Sean, straight. Sean, you're missing the point. When though. I said 12 and oh, wait, 2. Wait, 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 this, wait, 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 wait. this further proves my point. Okay. That's it further proves. No, it just now starts to prove your point. Before you said it, I would have said, no, no because, it's Kyrie Irving. No, because right? let's, let's remember a couple episodes ago, right? Mm-hmm. One and two start. You're like, this team is not winning any more than 45 games. You know, Gordon Hayward was a big blow to this team. I threw dirt on him. You know what I mean? So. After 12 straight wins and different players like Al Horford, like Kyrie Irving, like Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, the Jaylen. two the two youngsters that everyone was thinking there's going to be way too much pressure on these guys after Gordon Hayward went down, they're both performing at a high level. Well, I was talking about injuries, but yeah, but yeah, I agree with you on that. I was talking about like that. I, we didn't we didn't think at, at any other point of the season that the Celtics would still be able to pull out wins without guys like Kyrie Irving, like Al Horford, like. Uh, Marcus Morris being out and still being able to pull out wins behind the young guys like sure. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Yeah, sure. I mean, right now, if you want to say Rozier. Terry Rozier. Right now. Even Marcus Smart missed some, some time, too. Yeah, if you want to say Brad Stevens is the MVP of this team to this point, 1,000%. You that, That's not what you were saying before. You were saying Kyrie Irving was the guy. Yes. I'm saying right now, looking back on it, yeah. It By the end. By the end of the year, it's going to be Kyrie Irving. I mean, let's let's mm. be honest. Because we'll see. how? Okay, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Oh, I'm sorry, man. She's got to go, bro. Let me ask you this. The Cavs. Let me ask you this. So this took a huge blow when they lost Kyrie Irving, right? Kyrie may come back soon. May not be a hundred percent. How long can the Celtics maintain their level of play without Kyrie Irving on the floor? Well, if you're talking about just Kyrie Irving, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, they can still win games because they one proved more, it. I'm going to say just <laughs> they proved not it. to ruin your uh, your segment, Sean. But I'm going to say one more win. But they're going to need Kyrie Irving for the next one. I don't care about the streak. Oh, I'm you, not you're saying in general. I'm saying in general. Is this team, if Brad Stevens is the MVP, this team can continue to play? Long stretches of time without Kyrie Irving. Do you believe that? I do. And be successful. I, I do, too. And be successful, yes. Really? Yeah. I think they'll drop games against some of the elite teams. I think that, you know, they're going to come down to the wire. I mean, let's face it. I'll be honest. This this game could have went either way. I mean, you had two yeah. uh, DeRozan jump shots that could have gone. He's he's hit that shot and the, eight out of ten times. And the Hornets game. Throughout his career. And the Hornets game. That was a comeback, you know, come from behind. Down win. 18 without down Kyrie. 18. And, right. and Al Horford was out in that game. Yeah. But at the end of the day, though, it was... The end result was these guys coming together, unsung heroes, guys like Shane Larkin coming in in that Charlotte game, guys like Terry Rozier, you know, hitting big shots down the stretch. Big Tatum. two, big three-point shots that Brad Stevens talked about after the game, saying that they were probably the two of the most important threes of the night. I mean, in terms of momentum, these guys are so dialed in that from the top of the, from the starters down to the bench unit, 
every single person is dialed in and 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 and, and tuned with each other. I, I just feel like all that has to do with Brad Stevens. And the biggest reason why is because it's the approach. Brad Stevens' approach from the beginning of the season, even before Gordon Hayward went down, even before Kyrie Irving went down, what did he say? Defense. This team is going to be the defense will lead to the offense, the elite defense. What's the first thing he said at media day about uh, Jalen Brown? We need him to be a lockdown defender. Sure. How did he do against DeMar DeRozan in that last play that could have easily gone in and, and, and ended the winning streak? He played sure. great one-on-one D on DeMar DeRozan, and he's been playing I'm not going to say elite level defense, but he's been playing the kind of he's been the kind of defensive uh, wing that we weren't quite sure we were going to see out of him heading into the regular season. So, so you're you're giving the entire defensive effort by the Celtics credit to Brad Stevens, one hundred percent. He's I mean, got guys crashing boards now. I mean, yeah, look, I think I, it's a different makeup though. I think you I think you just went out and got a different. A different type of team. I mean, you look at you look at a Baines, you look at a Marcus Morris, like these guys. Hey, motherfucker! Yo, <laughs> jeez. Oh. Continue. No, so it's it, it's. I think I think it's a squad they have in because, truthfully, it's the system, Sean. Truthfully, I, no. If it was a system, why couldn't they defend last year? They had better defenders. No, they had better defenders. They had the talent level was Jay Crowder, who's a. Above average defender. You had mm. Avery Bradley, who was an All NBA defender. What year? What what season did Jay Crowder play better defense than last year? or The season before. That's what I'm saying. Why? How the could if, before, it, if it's a system? A if it's a system, then how is it a drop off in one of your best defensive players? I I, I think I think you can credit okay. Brad Stevens. Right. It's a, it's right. a, it's a collective unit that's defending at a high level. Okay, that crashing the boards. You can. It's crashing that, the boards. You can chuck that in under the, the you know the defense. You know was, effort. Is it, who, who's a better defender, Amir Johnson every, or, or, or Aaron Baines? Chipping in. Aaron Baines. Okay, who's a better defender, uh, Marcus Morris or Kelly Olynyk? Come on, man. <laughs> I could go. I could go down the line. I could go down the list there. All right. So thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yeah, that, that, that proves Sean's point. Thanks, Joel. <laughs> yes. Also, they're better rebounders than each of those people you told too. Okay, so that's part of the defense. So okay, that's, you that's, have that's, improved. No, but but you see what I'm saying? You've brought in pieces that have improved your defense and rebounding. Like, you can say Marcus Morris isn't the best rebounder, but he's fucking light years ahead of Kelly Olenek. Well, what about Jason Tatum? Jason Tatum is averaging what? He's he's like the third or the fourth best rebounder on this team. Sure, sure. I think and Tatum's made really, really Terry, big strides. Terry Rozier's one of the best Rozier's rebounders been on this team. They're fourth in rebounding right now. Yeah. And yeah. the best defensive team in the NBA. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say, so I'm not saying that Brad Stevens hasn't done wonders with his team. Because he 100 percent has, mm, it's only but I cut him short, man. I'm sort, short. Of, I'm sort of just pissed that like the way the season has played out has by default made you right. <laughs> by default, yeah, you're like, oh, no, at the end of the day, it's, like, it's always like, about no, no, no. Brad. It's no, no, always no. about Brad because like literally, if I had to rank the top four, I would have ranked them. Um, Gordon Hayward gets injured first night. Okay, you know what? You would have put Hayward over Irving. MVP is gonna. Yes, I did. Uh, MVP. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MVP is going to. Okay, gonna, okay. Right, obviously, then MVP is going to be Kyrie Irving if there's any type of success. Okay, he's injured. Uh, uh, Al Horford. Uh, okay, he's injured. All right, now we're looking at Brad Stevens. So, like, Brad Stevens has taken these pieces and molded them and made them, I think, see the same type of attitude you saw with the team last year, mm. except. There's a lot more talent on this team. So they can play with that same attitude 
but you put more talent in, and that's what's making these. You know, because last year, the, how many how many one point losses did they have? Well, like three point losses did they have? Where they brought they had it a down, couple against right? Toronto. Well, they led the league in uh, the most wins. Under, five points or under. Yeah, but they also had like every freaking game was yeah, under no, five points and under. No, whether they right. lost a lot, what yeah. lost a one. Yeah, so it was like most of most of those games last season were you know nail biters towards the end of the game. I, and, I yeah. yeah, I give credit to Brad Stevens, but I, I, I at the same time I just mad because you get to win this argument for a week. I don't know. <laughs> It happens often here, doesn't it, Sean? No, I mean no. It really does. Happens. Normally, the fact, I'm the guy dancing in my fucking. Yeah, but the fact that oh, really? Jelly beans but, but, over but, here. but it's funny because the, uh, the 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 draft picks, the guys that I wanted the Celtics to select, not only did they select those guys, but they're actually performing at a high level. Yo, the don't way, hate on Markel Fultz, yet, bro. I got plenty of said time. They would. Markel Fultz. The man looks like he. The man, Markel, looks like, wait, the man looks like he hasn't played wait, basketball wait, wait, ever wait, in his wait, life. No, 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 no. Pump the brakes here, Markel Fultz. Yeah. How about Buddy Heald? Hey, don't worry, Kings. How about Jamal Murray? How are those two guys doing over hey, Jalen Brown? Hey, you Dragon know, Bender? You know what? I wasn't even going to mention him, but yeah, you could throw him <laughs> in the mix there too. Hey. How's Jalen Brown looking right now compared to those guys? Um, mm. Yeah, you win. So we got uh, Look Ahead, of course. Your your segment. We'll, we'll get into that. There's a, obviously a huge matchup in the middle of that if you guys haven't looked ahead on your own, but we'll break that down. And we also got a, uh, we got a special guest, guys. I don't, I don't know how special he is in, you know, uh, to you guys. He's, I don't know how no, special he is to you guys. He thinks but. he's special. That, let's put it like that. He thinks he's special. Oh, he thinks he's really special. He thinks he's Sensitive. extra special. I mean, the guy, Sensitive would he's, be the word. he's really in his feelings right now. So, you know what? He wants to uh, chime in on his thoughts uh, about the Causey Street podcast and how we do things over here. He's Lou Maloney of WEEI. If uh, you guys haven't noticed, he's been, um, has, hasn't said the nicest things about us Utility on Twitter. Utility Lou! Nor has he on the uh, radio. Straight angry Lou. Angry Lou. Fucking Relax, Lou. guy. It's gonna be okay. Don't worry. You can, you'll get through this. Okay, you'll get through. Anna Horford not joining you guys. You'll get through all the flack you've been receiving because you called him average out last season. And uh, we're gonna let you uh, speak your mind and, and defend yourself and right here on our out, platform. Shout out to all the Causeway Street uh, fans coming to the defense right there. There were a few. There, anytime, was, a hand, there was a handful. Actually, any, excuse I, me. I feel, I really feel like anytime there is some type of hostility against the podcast. Whether I say something stupid or we go after a WEI host or we call Bob Ryan has cracked head teeth or whatever <laughs> it is, man. Whatever we do. Hey, don't get don't get Bob Ryan tweeting about it. Seriously. No, <laughs> Easy. No, hey. I'm, I'm completely joking. I don't care. Causeway <laughs> Street go fans ahead. always got our back. So, hey, thank, thank you. Because we've been. Uh, Shout out to those fake Twitters, too, that are that are giving oh, us shit. Oh, the, bur- oh. the burner account. Yeah. What you yes. mean? What you mean? The, what you mean? Shark Week? I don't know who it is. Shark Week. <laughs> Shark Week. Oh, man. My, Shark Week takes the cake. My guess is. My, Zero followers. I don't, I don't think Lou Merlone has Hasn't tweeted in two years until a couple months ago. I think that's. I think a couple that's, days ago. I think that's a producer's burner account. Yeah, oh, I think 1, that's a percent. Oh, you, 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 you mean Fuckboy? You think Lou's gonna take the time out of his day to create a burn account? That's one hundred percent. You mean you mean Fuckboy Paul? Yeah, what's that guy? Fuckboy uh, Paul? And that's his name? Paul Chartier. Fuckboy Paul. Fuck I mean, boy, I'm gonna call him Fuckboy Paul. He I, wants to call his fanboy Paul. Paul guess Fuckboy Paul. Fuck you. He thinks he he thinks that uh, those guys that he produces actually gives a shit about what he does. He literally. So after so, well, first off, shout out to Sway for making the thirty under thirty Latino uh, most influential oh, crew in Boston. Thank you, thank you guys. I'm leaving that event. The VIP event that we were all there. And then guess what? I get a tweet from Shark Week saying, 
oh, you guys must not know anything about blah, 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 blah. hashtag fanboy. Hashtag, yeah. Oh, it's funny. The same hashtags that uh, so the, 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 the same the same language that uh, people from me have been using. Yeah. So or, I or Paul has been using. Uh, Paul has been using. Right. So it's right. probably Paul. And here you wait. Ready for this? Ready for this? Look at these guys thinking that I'm going to use a burner account. I would never use a burner account on a podcast like that. Ah, that's exactly what the fuck he's going to say too. You watch that shit. Uh, but what what we, we know is fucking you. Uh, <laughs> just fucking tweet us. What are you in your mom's basement recording the podcast? Blah, blah. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Get the fuck out of here, bro. You wish you had shit. Fuck you. That's all I got to say about fuckboy Paul. But anyways, let's get Lou on the phone. Let's get to it, guys. He's been patiently waiting on the phone. He's the former Red Sox infielder, co-host of the OM efforts on WEEI. And boy, has he been flapping his gums on Twitter and on the air. He is Lou Maloney, and he joins the Causeway Street podcast. What's going on, Lou? What's up, man? What's, 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 on, uh, your mind? what's on your mind? No, I'm good. I like watching uh, Aggressive Al. And like how everybody pretty much admitting that, that, that I was pretty much right the whole time. So this has been a fun couple of weeks for me. I like it. Did you say aggressive, Al? Is this a new thing? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, so you just, no, no, you just swapped it down. Okay. No, no, this is, I mean, he's still, he's always going to be average, Al. I mean, the nickname is never going to go away. It's always going to stick. But, see, you guys, you just, your uninformed opinion of what I really think. You're just, you're going off of articles from, like, guys that sell candy for a living, you know, and other people yapping their gums. And really, nobody has any clue what I think about the man other than what I call him, and it's a great nickname. Why would I ever get rid of Average Al? Well, I mean, Lou, at the end of the day, it's not even about the actual name that you put on Al Horford. It's about the and fact that, like, you've just been – well, it, it's a little bit about that, but it's mostly right? about the fact that you've just been, like, crying on the air, dude, over and over. This has been three weeks, Lou. For three weeks, no. you've been whining about, oh, Anna, you don't listen to me. You just read what you see on Twitter. Come on, man. Three weeks? Three weeks. And then now you have. I've done. I've, I've, you throw I've us done in there. nothing but react. I've done nothing but react. I mean, you guys had Anna Warford on and talked about me. So what am I going to sit there on my own radio show Lou, and for, not react to it for one minute? We legit asked her a question that we kept it moving, and you guys aired every second of that minute. Every second of that yeah, minute. Fun. You, you do. You do understand what we do for a living, right? Like hey. if somebody starts talking trash about us, then we're going to come back because it's good radio. I, as a matter of fact. I didn't even call Al, average Al, all year long until Kyle Draper went in the pregame and started yapping his gums with fake news, getting Scalabrini all in there, telling him a bunch of bullshit and what my opinion is. And then that thing blew up. So what we do is we play that sound and we react. And then Anna Warford starts tweeting and we react. A candy salesman writes a story about me and I react. You do a podcast about me and I react. That's it. Yeah, who's, what we do. Who's the candy salesman, bro? It's Patrick Gilroy. Oh, yeah, oh, Gilroy, oh, Gilroy, oh, Gilroy okay, sells okay, candy okay. for a living. Sorry, <laughs> uh, he does. I, he's a lollipop salesman. But, I swear no, but, to God. but it's one. It's one thing if we us the Causeway Street podcast came at you. We just we just asked a question to Anna Horford. She responded. That's and we a, kept it moving. Like you're bringing us, yeah. you're bringing us into it as if we're like, get him, Anna, get him, go after Lou. We weren't even doing any of sure. that. You know what I'm saying? And for, I two, get it. For, I, for two I guess straight that, days, that's though. Good. That's, Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Why not? We're gonna do it all. We're gonna do it all year. I mean, uh, hey, I, I'm okay. Play this shit back too. I'm okay with it. Hey, we're getting free pub over here down the EI. But I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Here, here's my thing, Lou. Okay, here, here's my thing with the take. Right. So you want? Uh, okay, okay. I, I get that. Like you, you. I hear you guys, and you say, "Why would we ever give up that nickname? Why would we ever give up that nickname?" 
because it's it, it could be marketed it could be all this if you're not marketing it if you're not making any 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 like those t-shirts you guys are talking about whatever 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 why do you if you not call him average anymore why do you get to stick with the average nickname if you drop that i think you'd see a lot more people be like you know what Luz knows his shit about basketball but we sit here and hear average allen go this guy knows nothing about basketball man that that's what yeah, that's, that's- that's the problem. Yeah, I thought you guys started off. I thought you started off saying it's not really do about the nickname. It's about the opinion on Al. Well, it's I all dis- about the nickname. Uh, People are yeah. so sensitive and protective of Al Horford that they don't like a nickname. Like if I say Average Al is a first team All Star, is that a compliment or no? Yeah, my. You're upset over the nickname. Well, no, you're I mean, upset about the take. Oh no, no, but okay, but here's, here's the know? thing, right? If you're gonna call something average and it's not average, why are you calling it average? That, that's, that's you I guess, guys, my thing. I heard you guys talking with Anna, okay, and I just read another article about every player praising about how his game has gotten so much, much more aggressive this year than it was last year. You even admitted that he's playing at a higher level this year than he did last year. 1,000%. 1,000%. He's still, still putting up the same numbers. Yeah. The only reason he is magnified this year because of the injuries. So, same numbers. I, mean, I, don't, look at, I, don't, I, don't, I don't look at numbers because numbers-wise, it's pretty similar unless he's rebounding a little bit more. But he has taken over games this year. He's in big moments. He's, he's turned games around with his defense. It's at another level. His shooting, I've always felt he's a good shooter. See, here's the take. Last year, and admittedly in an article in Celtics.com today, they admitted that in the first couple of months, he was somewhat passive. That's when it started. When he Avery was Bradley concussed went out. last he had a, year. He was, had a concussion, bro. He, he yeah. was out for nine games. <laughs> had dumb. to get reacclimated to the system. And plus, you're talking about the, someone no, that was no, playing next to you play, you're talking about someone he, he's playing next to Isaiah Thomas who has to have the ball all the time to, to, to function and systems. When Avery Bradley missed a month, month and a half, and they were desperately the worst team rebounding team in basketball, I said, can you rebound a little bit more? When they're in desperate need for a second score, can he score a little bit more? He had a five-game stretch where he averaged eight points and four rebounds. That is where it started. And I admittedly said in the playoffs, that he took his game to another level, he was more aggressive, he wasn't as passive as he was during the year, and he earned his money. And then I said the exact same thing this year. So all this opinion that you think I have of him is all fake news and made up, because you're just reading articles and you have Anna Horford on spouting off false shit. Yeah, but Lou, you think that we got Anna on just to talk about you, and that's completely false. I mean, if you listen to the entire interview, again, one minute, she said what she had to say. Six minutes, talk about it. Minute 16, minute 23. I heard the whole thing. I'm good. It's no big deal. I agree. You guys should have done it. Your Why wouldn't we have all on? news? He, he, he's admittedly playing better basketball okay. this year, which is all I wanted him to do. He's continued it since the postseason, which is all I've ever wanted him to do. He is. All but right. you guys are just upset over the nickname because you just you love Average Al. Joe, you think that Anna Whopper's going to say hi to you next time you're at the garden? She, you ain't going to hook up with her, bro. Come, come on. You just want to be friends with her. Lou. You just want to be friends with Lou. her. I get Lou. it. Lou, she's been on the program more than once, bro. Okay. So and, this is no, not no, no. First of all, do I have to explain this to you? Come on, Lou. It's entertainment, Lou. You, you think I'm literally going to go up to her and say, hey, Anna, here, you know, here's my Twitter. I'm Joe Sway. It's entertainment, Lou. It's it's a shtick. We're we're joking around here, and I love how your boy Paul. I mean, did you did you give him a little pat on the head for that one? You know, did you get you say good boy, Paul. You probably, really got him there. Probably. Oh, you not. really you really picked a good part of that of that interview to to, to air on EEI. C- come on, Lou. Seriously, it's it's a joke. It's funny, Lou. Actually, it's entertainment. Come on, you should know about entertainment, Lou. I believe me, I do. That's what we're doing here right now. But you guys are really, it's really about a nickname. No, it's really. It really is. 
it's has nothing to do with my opinion on the guy. No, it's really, at the end of the day, the reason why you're on here is because you called us out. You belittled us. You called us fanboys, which is far from the truth. The one episode where the Celtics are on, a, at that time, at a nine, in a nine-game winning streak, what else are we supposed to talk about? Wait, 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 wait. How would I call you guys out? I've never heard of you before. The reason why I called you out is because some podcast was sent to me, and I listened to it because they said, check it out, at minute 16, they rip you. So I listened to it. On you the really show. think I would have called you out if I didn't, if I didn't Lou, listen to your on, podcast? Lou, you on the show. You no, not, talked, about, not you even talked a, about me first. What do you, what do you think I'm going to do? Like, Lou, Gilroy you, wrote this article. This Gilroy wrote this article ripping me. So I, I lean into him a little bit in the radio show. And he, and he, he acts like I, you know, like I brought up his name out of nowhere. I didn't. He wrote an article. You guys had a podcast about me. I just react. About you? Yo, we couldn't have a podcast about you, bro. I don't know if that would You're be possible. not that relevant. No one, uh, do you really think people go to you for like Celtics takes? Like, is that really what you think? Like, do you really think that? That's a question, actually. Answer that. Do you think people actually say, oh, I wonder what Lou Malone thinks about the Celtics? You really think that? No. <laughs> so then why would you be the focus, the focal point uh, well, of our podcast? Well, but anyways, why, 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 why did you bring up, well, listen, listen, I, you didn't do a podcast on me. That's not right. what I'm saying. Right. You, you did a segment with Anna Horford. You did a segment on Anna Horford. Oh, correct me. Then what should I do? I'll tell you, I'm sorry. Okay. You did a, you did a podcast in which you brought her on. You brought my name into it. You don't think sure I'm going to react did. to that? Uh, I would expect you to react to what Anna Horford said about you. Yeah, that makes sense. But come on. Hey, we do. Right. Right. Hey, Anna Horford, technically, hold on. Uninformed opinion because you guys have her on and you speak the uninformed opinion. So I don't, I don't blame Anna Horford first off for reacting to all of this one bit. It's his little sister. I will never disrespect. Her. I have not disrespected her at all. I agree with I that. I haven't even gone back at her. At you disagree with? No, her? I agree with that. I said I agree with that. You haven't disrespected her. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nothing. I, I understand what she's doing. My sister would do the exact same thing if there was Twitter. So I don't. I don't have a problem with Anna or the shots she takes at me. She makes. She makes comments of me like on Twitter, and I don't. I, I just. I don't even worth my time because I'm not going to get involved with Anna Horford. But it's more of like people spouting off what they think I think of her brother and misinforming her that gives her an uninformed opinion of the whole situation. That's okay. what you do. Okay. When we spoke with Anna, we didn't bring you up. We said. Who do you have beef with in the Boston media? Because the last time she was on here, she talked about Felger. Because Felger yeah. gave her a hard time about exactly. Al missing the game. So to we go said, to the who, do you have, who do you have more beef with in the, in the Boston media? And she brought your name up. And we just reacted oh, to yeah, it. Yeah, you guys, you don't really believe that, do you? you listen, mean, listen to the okay, clip again. Okay, hold listen on. To the no. clip again. Okay, okay, no, that's how you want to play it. Okay, because I think Joe even said, like, you beef with my boys over at EI. You really, you fed her that question? What, no, not knowing what she was going to say. I mentioned EEI okay. after she mentioned you don't your name. That. But regardless, yeah, Lou, you don't believe that. Lou, you're the yeah, one, you don't believe that. You're the one that took to this Twitter one. and said, "I would love to slap these guys around." Did you not say that? Is that not you initiating for you wanting to come on yeah, the podcast? Yeah. We didn't tweet at you. Exactly I didn't tweet. Who tweeted exactly at you? Was it anybody right here? Uh, Lou. So last exactly year, yeah, last sure year, I will I say this. Doing, I don't know. I will say this. There, Lou. I don't last year, we did have Anna Horford on the show after the whole uh, Michael Felger beef. But that was way after that. I, right, right. But I really wish right. that Felger would have played us on his radio show rather than you guys play on your radio show because the ratings are so different. And I would much rather have gotten that. But you came back at us, so we thank you for coming on. 
We do. And you're welcome. Yeah. I'm actually, there's people in town that might actually know what your podcast is. You might get listeners. No, no, you. no. We got the numbers, hey, Lou. Right. Come on. We got Lou. the numbers. Oh, my it's God. Like, we're, 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 we're it's, easy, it's, easy, it's easy to beat you know, Scott Zola. I'm it's, just. I, it's, it's easy to beat Scott Zolak across the street, bro. A, a five-year-old could beat Scott Zolak across the street. Come on, you're, you're doing maybe all right there. Up, maybe, you should, maybe you should look at the last two books and see which shows win it. Hey, but that, once again, another uninformed opinion that you guys have. Nah, man. Well, I actually, mean, that, that, actually, actually, the Alexa has the, has the more ratings during the middays than you guys do. But you know, uh, just, if you want to bring the books, and if you want yeah, to bring that up, right? Yeah. All right, listen. Okay. It's, it's all cute with your little radio wars and ratings and everything else. I'm going to show you on a podcast. Oh, so, but that's just, but that's just, but that's just it though. But you're, but you're here though. That's your here though. I want to know. That's just it though. I am here. I like beating people up. Okay, Let's get that's... back to the take on Al Horford. Okay, Al Horford. Okay, okay. Let's stick with the point. For the fourth time. Okay? Stick with the point, guys. I'm trying to reel you guys back in. Mm. You're welcome. Al Horford, is he playing better basketball this year than he was last year? Yeah. I, th- I think we established that already. Yeah. All right. So, was there times last year where he's a little bit too passive? I remember even an interview post game when they asked him what was going on. He said, you know, I watch film and I'm passing up shots and I don't know why. I got to be more aggressive. Am I wrong to just okay. basically agree with the player? No, so here's the thing: is at last okay. year, last year, Al Horford was brand new to a team that had guys that thought they didn't need anybody else, right? Isaiah Thomas, Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder, that little core had some success, and they were building off. It was very hard for Al Horford, a guy that's not a ball-dominating guy, right? He's not a ball-dominating point guard or a ball-dominating guard or wingman that's going to come in and try to steal the attention. He was trying to fit in last year. And he fit in very well last year, even though the numbers yeah, may yeah. not be there. He, even though the numbers may not be there, right? His his presence provided open shots for Avery Bradley, right. Jay Crowder. He, and it was a all difference. had career numbers last and, year. And and I think if you look at it from a basketball perspective, Lou, all right, the pick and roll got way better as the year progressed. Why? Because the pick and roll takes a little bit of time for a guy who's a big man who wants to pass the ball, who wants to who wants to be a facilitator, to work with a guy who. Uh, and Isaiah Thomas is a very ball, you know, he's a not to call him a ball hog because I don't like to say that because he, he he passed the ball last year, but that's not in his nature. So that click took a little bit to happen. We should have all expected that. Well, now, I will say I'm not, the, I'm not, I will, I will not who's say. The more, who's the more ball, who's the more ball dominant point guard, Isaiah Thomas or Kyrie Irving? Isaiah Thomas, 1,000%. Yeah. Especially this year. If you, want to, talk, if you want to talk about last year compared to this year. No, 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 Kyrie, I'm not talking about Kyrie this year. Irving. I'm talking about in the past. You Kyrie can't, Irving you has can't. been a more ball no. dominant point guard. No, you can't say that because, okay. no, be, because, because he, played he played with LeBron. He played next to LeBron James. He played next to LeBron James. Who know the game do because that's all that they were talking about when he came to Boston. How will it work? Brad Stevens is ball, you know, they like to move the ball around the perimeter, and Kyrie is a ball dominant point guard. He likes to go one on one isolation game. He doesn't do that in the past. You're telling me I'm wrong? No, I think I think you should. Okay. We should we should have seen that he played with LeBron James. That's what they needed him to do okay. when LeBron didn't want the ball. Every all the offense went through him. Now he's the leader of a team that has you know multiple options. Multiple options. It, it, if you if you had Gordon Haywood, I think you would be seeing even less of a ball-dominant Kyrie. He came in with a different attitude this year, and I think us expecting him to just be a ball hog, even though you right. when he was a rookie before LeBron, if you want to go all the way back there, he was the only dude on the team. So he's going to be a ball, yep. ball hog, right? When in, he's 19 right. coming into the league and he's got skills, he's going to be a ball hog. In the fourth quarter when LeBron's not doing anything, he's going to be a ball hog because he's their only option. Now he's on a team. But, but all I know is that he was. Okay, he was. Now he's on a team. He's put in. And I 
I think this team is more talented. They have more talent. They're younger, but they have more talent than last year's team. But Isaiah so Thomas, Isaiah Thomas, well, I think I think Isaiah Thomas is a more ball dominant point guard because he is less skilled than Kyrie, right? So for Isaiah Thomas's strength is having the ball in his hands and scoring the basketball. Other than that, he's five nine. He's not going to be able to do right. much other than that, right? right. So so okay, he needs getting, he needs the ball in his hands. Getting versus Isaiah versus Kyrie. Okay, well, I mean, is, that was the question. Year, last year, last year, and I'm not, you know, accusing you guys of it, but when I start talking about Horford, being more of a rebounder because they need it, being more of a consistent second score because that team desperately needed it in my mind. They were too inconsistent, whether it was Bradley, Jay Crowder, whoever it might have been on a given night. I was told that that's just not him. He's loose, not going to be able to get you 10 boards a night. That's just not him. He's not going to be able to get the ball in the low post, which they all credit him last night for creating the low post, which is a beautiful thing to see from Allen, his aggressiveness. Now, all of a sudden, this year, he's doing all these things I was told he couldn't do last year, and now more excuses are coming out because now it was because of the roster. That's all, right, all I want to see him is be aggressive like he is this year because he's dominating some games. All right, well, let me ask you this, Luke. He's in the postseason. Do you honestly believe that guys like Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, Avery Bradley, do you think those guys didn't have their games elevated because of Al Horford? Do you think that has he had nothing to do with that? The fact that they no, all had did. career years. All three of those guys had career he years. And, and he, he did, and he did, and a max player should elevate the game, but it doesn't mean he needs to Does take that a mean back he's seat. average, though? Okay. He should be able to still be able to be himself. Like, he should me, be able to still give me, back the game when guys go down. Give me and a, he should be able to elevate his game. Give me, give me your criteria of average then. If this guy is able to impact the game so much to affect that three guys are having career years because of him, because of what he's able to do on the floor, how is that? What? Give me your criteria of, of average. You, you, you're missing the point. I've already admitted that he helped them elevate his game, but it shouldn't take away from his own. He is a max player, and I'm sorry, but you have to figure in the money. It's okay, you so expect him to be a guy, an all-star that you brought in, that when other guys are struggling and other guys are hurt and he's not, then he should elevate his game like he's doing this year, like I was told he couldn't last year. That's the point. Do you want a max player to equal wins or do you want a max player to equal stats? Because you can throw a ton of money at a, at a max, a max, a quote-unquote max player that will not give you wins. Al Horford came on this team last year and elevated this team by about what? Ten, eight, eight wins in the regular season, and it brought him to the Eastern Conference Finals. Al Horford was the reason why he went to the Eastern Conference. Yes, I've been saying it forever. Okay, then what? Why did you No, he helped them. He helped them elevate their, their, that team exactly. to the Eastern Conference Finals. You talk about max players earning wins. Luke. If Al Horford went to Sacramento, how many wins do they win? How many games do they win if he goes to Sacramento? I think it's anything to do with the team around him as well. Yes, he elevated them, and he was the difference. And that's why I started giving him props in the postseason, which you barely have never heard. All right, yeah, I know. I definitely well, haven't. Well, you but. brought it up earlier, and I remember when Kyle Dripper brought this moniker again this year, which I don't know why he did, because he hasn't been playing like that, according to you, since before last last year's playoffs, correct? Kyle Draper went on a rate, went on TV pregame with Seth Scal. Yeah, I remember. I watched and that. And said that Lou, Lou Maloney still calls him average, and Scal said, well, he had to stop calling him, you know, an average player in the postseason. Cause, and Scrape says no, and that's when it started. I'm like, that's a lie. Because I had a conversation with Scrape five minutes earlier and saying in the post postseason he was not average. He was he was outstanding, and it was the reason why they got him the Eastern Conference. And because of that, this whole thing has taken off. 
and nobody knows what I think of Al Horford, including you guys or anybody else, and this thing is taken off. I'll never stop calling him average because I think it's a great nickname, <laughs> but it's not how he plays. That's the bottom line, and you guys can't figure that out. But, Lou, the criteria that you're exp- the criteria, the, the description you're giving us of what Al Horford did last year, it just doesn't sound average. You're agreeing that he elevated three of the best players on the Celtics team, or three of the most important players in Jay Cryer, Avery Bradley, Isaiah Thomas. You're saying that, you know, well, Sean made up a good point, the fact that they won over 50 games. I mean, what's I don't see anything average about a player who provides that sort of production. I, I just don't. If you want to talk about the money, okay. If you want to say he's overpaid, okay, fine. But average? To me, average is a, that criteria for somebody who I don't know, someone who comes off the bench yeah, or, a, or, or a, you came in and helped, six but options. You got to understand it. Is why do you think the what's the reason why like uh, Al Horford is rebounding the basketball more this year? I you think, guys know basketball. What's the reason? I think it has a lot to do with the fact that he's gone through one year in Brad Stevens' system. It's a brand new team, eleven new players. Gordon Hayward goes down. He's just sort of taking the initiative, and I hate to say it, but he's just he's just better alongside Irving than he is alongside Thomas. They also have Aaron Baines. They also have Aaron Baines. They have, Baines. They have actual presence in the center where Al is actually, ding, 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 overall. Ding. Overall, as a team, they're averaging more right. rebounds than they ding, have ding, in ding. fifteen years. Okay, you were right, Aaron Baines. It's one of the big reasons why he's rebounding better, correct? Is that average Aaron? No, so Aaron he's, Baines he's elevated. He is average. He's average. He is average. You want to call him average. But how can you say how can you say he's average when he's elevating Al Horford's game? <laughs> Oh, come on. There we go, Lou. Oh, there we go, oh, Lou. All right, Lou. How the hell can you call him average when he's elevating, ele- elevating Al Horford's rebounding? Uh, all right. That's Impact all right. players. There he goes. I'm just saying, like, like Marcus Smart elevates guys' play because of what he brings defensively. I mean, mm. this guy's in a team that help out, help out the entire team. It's not just one guy. I mean, he helped. God forbid you I don't expect think, more out of him. You don't think Al Horford's sort of been helping out Aaron Baines? Aaron Baines is oh, a dude the entire that, lineup came for that from thing? came from Detroit. And if you remember last year, Al Horford absolutely dominated and hit a game-winning shot and blocked a game-winning attempt by Baines in Detroit Again, last year. Right? Again, the, the, the point is... The nah, point he, is Lou that, watches the know, box scores. He watches not, the box I'm scores. He doesn't, calling, he doesn't watch the game. I'm not calling... Yeah, I know. I'm watching the box scores. Yeah, I'm right. not calling Al uh, average, uh, even though I know he elevates guys' games, but there can be anybody on your team that elevates a game. Baines is helping him rebound. He's elevating Horford's game. That's not the point. You can't just say, just because a guy comes and elevates other players, that he's well above average. I admit it in the postseason, he was outstanding. The whole discussion that you're losing is that last year in the first half, I thought he could have done more. That's all. Okay. End of story. I, I thought he could have done more, and now he is. So. And, oh, okay. Now he's, okay. No, I'm just saying he was concussed, <laughs> Lou. You got to remember that, right? That's the thing. In the first, If you're looking at just the first half of last year, and that's where he gets a nickname, just call him Concussed Al then. Jesus Christ. All right. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> It's settled. From the first half of the year. When was the concussion? Give me the dates on the concussion. I know we missed nine games. What were the dates? That's like a month of basketball. Doesn't really roll off the tongue. Concuss out. No, I don't think he's selling t-shirts. When was he concussed? November. 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 When was it? November. Good. Because I'm talking about January to February, guys. January to February. Go look it up. Okay, no, so I Jay, know, hold on. I know the stretch you're talking about. Okay, no, I know, I know that little stretch you're talking about, but guess Go what? Go look it up. No, Five but, games in a row against Toronto, against Cleveland, okay. against all these teams that they're competing with. The average eight and four. Go look it up. You guys are fanboys. All the guys oh, that you're talking about are off the team. Oh. Avery Bradley, Jake Crowder, all these guys are gone. Dude, we're not ripping them. This is this is this is what this is all about. This is not about 
Al Horford. This is about you belittling or trying to belittle a podcast that focuses on Celtics and the NBA. All right. And the so fact. that's our that's our audience because people in Boston can't li- can't go to your station or go to the station across the street for actual Celtics uh, knowledge. Know. So then we 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 stop we stop beating our heads. We start no no it's not being sensitive. sensitive. It's not about being sensitive. Not about being sensitive. Really sensitive. It's not. You're it's the not. one it's that's not. upset about, we the, decided, about this whole thing. We decided a long time ago to stop no, banging I'm our freaking, heads and screaming at the radio uh, about people who don't who want to be passive about uh, about the Celtics right. in general. You guys don't talk Celtics. You guys yeah, barely talk I, about I, the Bruins. What I tweet, it's, what what I tweet you guys about your cute little podcast. You get so sensitive about it. You, I don't, I don't know. Oh, your yeah? podcast. How, many, how many how many responses have we had to you? Podcast. Oh, it says it says the guy uh, who was Lou. like, Anna, please talk to me. I Come on here, Lou. Lou, no. you even said it yourself. No, no, no. You said it yourself. They, Al Horford levitated the starting lineup. He made an impact. The team won the East. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals. This is He's not an average player, okay, at the end of the day. But also, at the end of the day, we're not fixated great. on now, what you say I, about the Celtics. We're not, okay? Well, came up, you are because you have, you have me on and you talk about me on your podcast. So I know. Because you, you talked about us on your show. You talked about us on your show. Okay, you act like you're, I'm begging Anna Horford to come on my show. So, Let me ask you. So why, why cry about I it for three weeks? No, why? Why wouldn't I want her on my show? Why would we because want her on our we, show? We got her. When, when, we, when, we, tease, when we tease Anna Horford coming on, don't you think we get listeners? Why wouldn't I want her on my show? Yeah, and well, to be honest with you, we've talked about it many times, and my co-hosts keep talking about bringing her on, and I keep telling them, no, it's a waste of time because I'm not going to fight mm. with her. I'm not going to do anything with her. It's a waste of time. But you know what? It's radio, so we're going to bring her on because it would be a good listen. That's why we do it. I don't beg. I could care less. Lou, it's been on. three weeks. Let it go. She doesn't want to talk to you. Like, I don't understand why you're so uh, fixated on that. Uh, okay. I'm not. I don't uh, want her on. I've already told uh, I just got uh, through telling you that, personally, I wouldn't want her on. For the show, I'd love to have her on because it's good. It's good. And if you think I'm going to let it go for three weeks, I'm not because every article that's written in this town keeps referencing Average Al. Celtics.com wrote a story, headline, Aggressive Al. Where do you think all that's coming from? Thank it's coming from, from Kyle Broadway, Draper. Maloney, and Fourier. It's coming from, from Kyle Draper. FM on WEI. No, it's coming from Kyle Draper. talking about average Al. It's coming from Kyle Draper, actually. Kyle Draper is the one that brought you up because if he didn't bring you up, no one no one would talk about you. All right, Lou, here's the question to end yeah, all questions. So why would all right, I stop hold on. talking about it? Why all would right. I stop talking about it? Here's the question. And it's hit, attention. Here's the question. Don't you get it? I, one, one, one last question, then we're going to let you go. You have to make a choice, okay? Two people. Who you will never be. You have to pick one. Because I know you want to be one of these two people. Maybe both. Gary Tangway or Nomar Garcia Power. Pick one. Let me know. Who do I not want to be? No. Who do you, who would, if you had to rewind your life 30 years and you say, because you, you've, tr- you've tried to be both of these people, who do you want to be? Nomar Garcia Power or Gary Tangway? Because you're, you're so close, but you're just not there. <laughs> For both. Who would you pick? One guy's made millions playing baseball, and the other guy sits on a desk and yaps all day. What would you? What, uh, that's a stupid question. Who would you rather be? I mean, you don't even know the guy. Who would you rather be? Pretty one close guy for made, you, Lou. One guy made seventy-five million dollars. The other guy's on early edition. Who would you rather be? Couldn't get get to get on Omar's level. Now you've been trying to get on Gary Tangway's level. Most hated person in Boston media. You're, you're going on your way, man. So you oh, you, you may be yeah, there. You no, may yeah. be there. No, Mark Joe. That's a good one. All right, Lou. Yeah. Hey, don't forget your L, all right? All right, boys. Hold that. Hold it up. Hey, listen. Hold that. Hold that up. I'm going to go eat a W. Later. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Suck that L, Lou. Suck that L. You're welcome, Lou. Here's some more content for you for the rest of the week. There you go. You can talk Causeway all week now. Causeway. Remember the name.
There you it's go, tough. guys. You're welcome, Paul. There you go. You got some more content for your it's show. Tough. You can talk Causeway more and more for us. You know, you can keep uh, keep complaining about us like you've been doing. You know what? Now they have the whole week, fellas. You know, they got a whole week to talk about Causeway Street. Said, Fuck free that. Pub, free Lou, pub. Lou said, Lou said they'll be using it all year. So, you know, shout out to all the uh, Celtics fans that actually listen to that show. Then they'll actually be content about the Celtics on that show now yeah. because of us. I mean, I think, <laughs> uh, I mean, actual Celtics fans that listen to that show, mm, probably like 14, dude. <laughs> 14 tops. Oh, are you, are you, you know what? And if you count out the people that are over the age of 55, uh, you'll probably get mm, about four. <laughs> and three of them are sitting here because we've had to because we've been listening to our own podcast. So who knows how much that is done for us. But anyways... Good old Lou. Good sport, Lou. Good sport. That was great. I love that. All right. Let's do it, fellas. Let's look ahead. And this edition of Looking Ahead is sponsored by DraftKings.com. Get out of here with all these other whack fantasy sites that are trying to get a one-day fantasy league. Go to DraftKings.com. The original. Put your fantasy knowledge to the test. Win some huge cash prizes every night. If you're not playing DraftKings by this point, you're probably missing out because there are so many ways to play. Choose from public contests, huge cash prizes, and private contests when you compete against your friends. They've even got beginner contests for Sway, beginner, or the casual fan over here like Joel. They're not on my level over here, so they're going to get in those ones. But I will be in the expert contest (laughs) trying to win some big money. So... You and Joel can probably play on those beginner levels as I'm on the expert level over here. The best part, you get to draft a new team every single night. And drafting a team is arguably, in my opinion, the best way to play fantasy sports. Uh, The only thing better is winning cash and doing it. So, everybody out there, get on DraftKings. Like I said, F those other sites. Get on DraftKings. Use code CLNS to play free with your first deposit for your share of 10 thousand dollars in total prices tonight don't wait use code clns at draftkings.com now choose your lineup and you can seriously cash in tonight again that's c l n s only at draftkings.com the game inside the game well done there you go sean you knocked that one out the park Hey, fuck you for calling me out. I don't appreciate that. Hey you know what maybe maybe if you weren't a casual fan you you'd be better at draftkings <laughs> casual fan of Gambling? Of gambling. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, being called out by fucking Lou for being a fanboy and then you calling me out for being a casual gambler? I don't appreciate that. Fuck both y'all. Did you ever watch Son of a Woman? Maybe. Ennui. (laughs) It's all good, though, because this is their favorite fanboy podcast because they tune in all the time. I mean, they're obviously going to be listening to us every single episode now. (sighs) Good old Lou. All right, anyways, let's get into... Sean Dutra's When you look ahead So I've thought I've thought about this Celtics going to Brooklyn on Oh, tonight Tonight. (laughs) Celtics going to Brooklyn tonight And they have to Try to knock off the Brooklyn Nets Now A lot of people get on me For calling the Brooklyn Nets a playoff team Mm -hmm. They're not bad This year They've won They've won a couple of big games Cleveland They beat Cleveland They beat Cleveland Mm -hmm. Brooklyn has seemed to be A better arena this season, mm-hmm. Damari Carroll's been playing really well. I really like Jeez. the way he's playing. That's who they have to rely on. No, that, but but <laughs> here here's here's the thing. D'Angelo Russell's probably going to miss the game. So even though I sort of halfway predicted Brooklyn to win last week, uh, I think the Celtics is going to make it 13 in a row here. Oh, okay. I'm shocked. I do. Well, I did. had to preface it to preface it. 
well, because I don't. So want, if he was available, you, it, you would you think the the Nets would win this game? I think it's say? I think it's the biggest trap game of, of all trap games. No, yes. but you said last week because you you extended your you're looking ahead to four games. Yep, I, I said and you I, said that they were going to be Brooklyn. I said three and one, and then I changed it to four yeah, and zero, oh, yeah, just because so. I always say four and zero. Oh, but right. now I actually believe it okay. because because DeAndre Russell's out. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's on tap for after Brooklyn? So this is what everybody's been waiting for. The uh, 13-2 and two Boston Celtics will be taking on the Golden State Warriors in Boston on Thursday night. Here we go. Is Tony going to be there? Tony's Tyron, <laughs> maybe. Tony's, Tony's Tigers. Tires, excuse me. Tony, Tony's Tyron, come on. No, not going to get into that again. They're man. great. <laughs> yeah, no, but seriously. <laughs> Warriors-Celtics, marquee matchup. Probably the biggest game on the NBA schedule to this point if, since opening night. If Kyrie plays, though. If Kyrie plays. Okay. All right. So, here's the question. Do the Celtics have a chance against the Warriors? One night. Everybody knows the rules. Do they have a chance if Kyrie Irving plays? Yes, they do. See, but should they be favored? But Celtics fans, no, they, don't, don't they get excited and thinking that that means the Celtics have a chance to actually win a seven game series. That's that, that's the thing, though. You can't really look at that win and think that they have a chance because it's just like the last two years or three years, right? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, the Celtics have beaten the Warriors three years in a row, but we all know that if it came down to a seven game series, I mean, the Warriors yeah. are going to win that. Brad yeah, Stevens quote, owns them. That's what I'm saying. The quote Sway from earlier in the in the, in the uh, episode if anybody knows how to beat the Warriors, it's Brad Stevens. That MVP, being, MVP Stevens. MVP Stevens. That being said, though, I oh, mean, I like not that. to be confused with Average Al. <laughs> I like that. Or Concuss Al. MVP or Concuss Al. Yeah, let's talk about MVP Concuss Al. MVP Stevens. So, with that being said, it's easy to play against a team when you only play them twice a year. So, like you going back to your seven-game series yeah, that's true. Uh, talk, that's easier said than done. To answer your question, John, there it is. Will Kyrie play? You don't, you don't need your face to play basketball. No, you do. <laughs> the, the, the biggest reason why I think he's going to play is because this is, for the last two straight games, he's been probable or game-time decision. So I feel like if you get two of those, that means that third one, you, you should be good. Well, the last I, think, game, I think they sat him out for the Raptors game, and they will sit him out for the Nets game. Well, the last play game, in the Warriors. The last game, game, he was getting fitted for the mask. So Mask on. Mask on. Mask on. <laughs> Not mask off. Got my mask on. By the way, do you agree that Kyrie should get creative with his mask, or does it just go clear? No, just go clear. Please don't, Kyrie. Don't be, uh, don't don't be the guy who has the the, the different kind of mask because you're quote going, unquote woke. I think he's going buck wild with don't his mask. Don't go off sophisticated. I on think us. he's going buck wild like green or or something like or dark black, like just matted black. You can't see shit. Or like even, LeBron, didn't LeBron do something like that? No, he did. did yeah, he? Yeah, that was like years ago. Miami. Miami, yeah. Okay, fuck the matter black then, but you gotta get creative with this shit. Like maybe if you just even put like it's in, it looks like an elephant, you know? That's even worse. What do you mean? Or just, <laughs> just maybe wear a regular mask. Maybe get a clear he mask should, on him. He should paint the mask as like it's just the globe, you know, like blue and then little little green. You guys are out of your minds. Little green continents. Who's next? And then he'll say, "Look, see, the world is flat. The world is flat." And I wear it on my face. I wear it on my face. It was flat. Exactly. Wow. You guys would love that shit, huh? Wow. You guys would love that. I just want to see what the media says. No, I, I, I want him to go. I, I, I would literally. <laughs> I literally wouldn't be surprised. I want to see, I want to see what the media says, not what Lou says. I, I want to see what the media says. I, the real media. I really wouldn't be surprised. I mean, If I was Kyrie right now? He's, he's, he's that out there. I mean, he wants to be so different. So I wouldn't be surprised, but I, I hope that's not the case. I hope if, he doesn't do it. If I was Kyrie right now, I would buy shrooms for one of my friends. Okay, all right. Who's next? <laughs> that's it. And just say, take these for three days. 
come back to me with a bunch of drawings of masks that are functional and look mad cool. Uh, I'm just so saying get song? creative with it, okay? You got too creative with that explanation. Anyways, then the uh, Celtics go back to Atlanta again. So more, uh, more future beats <laughs> through the organ. Mr. Organ Man <laughs> through the organ. Yeah, guys, if you have not, I watched the Hawks game. They played it on Sunday hey, morning. I, they played it on Sunday morning again, and literally, Yo, I, dude, dude, I wish I, I, was, I, was, I was a little bit, you know, just trying to wake up on Sunday morning. I was like, oh, yeah. sell these Hawks teams, whatever. <laughs> I was caught for by and started to watch it, and I was dying laughing. Because every time there's a break, every time they touch the, every there's time, a no, trap every, song. Every time they they uh, they, they have touch the, ball. the ball, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they the like, ball, there's a it's timeout. Not, it's, it's not even a, it's not even just on on dead balls. So, it's whenever so they, they got the ball. We're gonna play this game right now. What is the one song the organist will play Pitbull. at the stadium? Pitbull. Mask off. No, no, mask nothing. Off. Nothing we talked about. Give me another. Give me another trap. I mean, they're probably gonna play Bad and Bougie. Um, I said, hey, what's up? Hello. I don't know that dude's name. Oh, Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with these guys' names, man. They're so weird. We talked about that yeah, last man, episode. I don't want to give them much more time, but someone, it's true. They, their names are out there. To count all the songs he plays on a nightly basis, and I bet you it's like at least 35 to 40 songs. I'm sure there's a Reddit sometimes, out there. Sometimes it's like two like two seconds, but then he, you know he mixes it up. I, I'm, I'm going to look at my phone and see if there's a Reddit out there that the just Hawks. keeps track of yeah. the Hawks organist player. Yeah. Someone else notices this stuff, not just us. He plays a, he plays a Pitbull song, even though it's not a trap song, but that's like, that's like, it's been his go-to for a while, for like, for like a Good four or five seasons now. Get that trap. <laughs> All right. So come on, Sean. Let's go, come out with it. That's What's the record? going to be, well, um, that Warriors game really has me, really has me torn up. Conflicted. Okay. Ready? Kyrie goes clear mask, two and one. Kyrie goes creative mask, mind blowing mask, something you've never seen before mask. Three and zero. Okay. All right. Agreed. Done. Perfect. There we go. And that's Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead. All right. Let's wrap this up the way we wrap up every single episode, where we take our trip around the NBA and uh, dissect the headlines like we always do with Joel's. In case you missed it. In case you missed it, Lonzo Ball recorded his first triple double over the weekend. The Lakers' ninety-eight ninety loss to the Bucks. The rookie finished with nineteen points, thirteen assists and 11 rebounds to become the youngest player in NBA history to record a triple-double at 20 years old in 15 days, beating LeBron James' previous record of 20 years old in 20 days. Uh, are you guys surprised by that? What? I mean, this is the type of player that he was projected to be, right? Sort of like a, that, that Jason Kidd guy who's not going to score a whole lot of points, can get you a lot of assists, and he well, can also Jason fill the stat, Kidd, yeah. the, the, the stat line, right? Jason Kidd was like the king of triple-doubles his first well, couple yeah, years in the league, yeah. That, that's exactly my point. I mean, yeah. like, that, that, that's the number one comparison that was uh, mentioned coming into the regular season. Yeah, but Jason Kidd also, those triple-doubles didn't actually equal wins, just like Lonzo Ball. So right, far. and they're not, they're not going to anytime soon yeah. unless, you know, this big offseason that everyone's been anticipating where LeBron James goes to L.A. and Paul George and... Will go to L.A. And DeMarcus Cousins, whoever, X, Y, and Z is going to go to L.A. apparently. Shit. I'll believe it when I see it. I heard Magic Johnson coming out of retirement too. Yeah, Magic's going to play. You know, he's like, I got to go one more crack at it. He's going to uh, be at the end of the bench. He's going to you know, play garbage time. He's like, I'm going to play with Lonzo Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Magic Johnson coming back out of nowhere, dude. <laughs> Just whips off his fucking suit and has his jersey on, and everyone's like, oh, that's weird. Magic Johnson's got a jersey. I was like, no, I'm playing. <laughs> 
Everyone's just like, dude, you're like 400 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you got AIDS. <laughs> no, she doesn't have AIDS yet. I told you this already. Listen. <laughs> I don't think he ever had AIDS. <laughs> You're right. He, he's never had AIDS. He's never had he has HIV. HIV. He's I don't HIV think, positive. I don't think he's ever been HIV positive either. How about that for a conspiracy theory? Drop that. <laughs> I'm not even joking. How's the only guy that has HIV positive still alive, Magic Johnson? His bank it's account. been 30 years. Okay, Magic Johnson didn't make that much money, though. <laughs> it's been 30 years. He's made more money than other famous people who've died from HIV? No. Oh, wait, 91. Has it been 30 years? 91. Yeah, this motherfucker's still alive and still buying shit and fucking play, coming out and playing for the Lakers. Because they, probably needed, they need a hero. They need a spokesman for AIDS. That's what so it is. Magic Johnson probably got in some trouble, and then they said, just pretend to have AIDS. Everything goes away. Pretend <laughs> to have AIDS. It's not AIDS. Not football and AIDS. HIV positive, which sucks because <laughs> I think give her, to give everybody hope. Huh? No, but I think it was necessary because I think it was necessary because you needed a spokesperson, you need to raise awareness, you need to make it seem like somebody that you would never think would get this is has it. So it takes the like stigmas you, away from it. Which you, you, everyone, there is so many things behind it. Right? There's so many things behind it, but at the same time, it also gives I think a little bit of false hopes to people who do have it to say, "Hey, look at Magic Johnson; he's okay." And then you're dead like four years later. Well, I mean. Thirty years ago, there there wasn't medication. Oh, it's it's so different now. I mean, I don't even think I don't. I don't it's not a, it's not a death sentence. No, right now it's not. Yeah, but it was. It was. You're right. And Magic Johnson, quote unquote, got it. He has it money, was. man. He, he he was he was testing out drugs before anyone else was testing it. He was like, I want all the new drugs before anybody hears about it. And none of them had bad side effects. Just so how just so worked out that way. They probably did. They probably did. He's just talk about it. <laughs> yeah. He probably was throwing up. Uh, and, oh yeah. So magic, magic you know, Johnson bleeding from his asshole. Who knows? We never know. Oh, Magic Johnson doesn't have HIV, but that's okay. That's for that's that, that's for today. That's for today. Yeah. That's, okay. That's for today. I was gonna say it's for another day, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> what, the, what the hell was <laughs> he's that? Like, he's, he's gonna say that's for another day. He was like, that's for no. That's for today. That's for right now. <laughs> I believe in that. One hundred percent. All right. What else you missed? All right. In case you missed it, Rudy Gobert is out for four weeks due to a bone bruise suffered in Friday's loss to the Heat where the Jazz Center collided with Miami's Dion Waiters calling the play dirty afterwards Waiters responded with and I quote I've never been a dirty player in my life I went for the ball tell Rudy to get out of his feelings and that's what it is just like that end quote Rudy Gobert reminds me of Lou Marloni how sensitive he is (laughs) (laughs) question should the uh, Jazz try to tank now that Rudy's out for a good month were they not before? Yeah. No, I mean, right now. The, no, I don't think they have to wasn't try. Wasn't that their approach? They're the, they're I don't the, think they have to try. Now that Rudy Gobert's out, like, they don't have to try to take. They're going to oh. suck. And All if right. they don't have Rudy Gobert, they're going to blow. <laughs> like the big one. Okay. Profound. In case you missed it, uh, <laughs> Dutra's boy, uh, D'Angelo Russell, okay. is, uh, he's set to miss several games with a left knee contusion as well. The Nets, who will play the Celtics tonight, will be without... Other than Russell, Jeremy Lin, and Dutra's other boy, Spencer Dinwiddie. He is my boy. He is out He's, with a sore hamstring as well. Shout out to DraftKings. He's been my boy all year, making that making that 20 points for we'll no make sure, money. We'll make sure you not put him in the lineup because he's also out. Okay. All right? Good to know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Dutra, I got to ask for your, you know, for the playoff bound Nets, in yeah, your right. opinion. Yep. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for the next few weeks. Do, do they still do they stay afloat or are they gonna they're still gonna 
make the playoffs, even with this little you know what bump I've, in the road. So I've been, uh, I've but been, their backcourt is hurting right now. I've been reaching out to, you know, Spence and <laughs> Jeremy, <laughs> Jalen, <laughs> and D Russ. D Russ talking to them all. Right, he's averaging twenty one points so far. He's 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 been balling. He's balling in right? the East. There's a little guy on the bench named Isaiah. Whitehead that's about to come in and save the day. Uh, damn, you really do know your Nets, huh? Yeah. Isaiah Whitehead's about <laughs> all to get these, that. All these, le- to get all that, these years, the Celtics have been wanting to hit that team to tank, but you're like, no, they're making the play. About to get that sure. run. He's about to get a run. He, 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 can, he can carry the game. He can carry the team. About to get that run. He can carry the team for three games. If they if they have to go more than three games relying on Isaiah Whitehead, then they're screwed. But he, 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 can, he can score. He can score. All right. All right. Seton Hall alum. Shout out to Chris. Buck. Cool. Well, in case you missed it, uh, Kyrie Irving did travel with the Celtics to Brooklyn after, you know, his uh, facial fracture that he suffered when uh, Aaron uh, Bayanis decided to elbow, <laughs> men, elbow Kyrie in the face, you know, cause of a massive nosebleed. So he was, uh, it was determined that he did have the fracture and no concussion for Kyrie. Okay. First what do, off. What do, you, what do you think he said to the Kyrie? Yeah. He's like, sorry, mate. That was it. Oh, do you think he just never mentioned it? Maybe. Who knows? <sighs> I don't know. I think he said, but he's probably. Said, well, I couldn't I, think. Of, I couldn't I read, think of one elbow in the NBA that I would rather be hit with. I mean, that I would rather <laughs> that I wouldn't rather be hit with than Aaron Baines. I was gonna say you want to get hit in the elbow from Aaron Baines. No, literally, give me. Dude's a tank. Give me Draymond Green. I'll take his elbow any day. <laughs> I'll take I'll take Valanciunas's elbow any day because he wears those fucking soft ass pads. I think he had a little padding on that shit. <laughs> why are you saying these guys? Why, why wouldn't you say like he's talking about the foreign guys? Talking about the foreign guys or like the the, the smallest guys? That no, are I'm around. saying I'm saying talk about the foreign Aaron, the foreign Aaron, big guys. Aaron Baines is the worst elbow to take to the face. Right. So why wouldn't you say like a? a I said I would rather take Valanciunas. I would rather take Draymond Green. Yeah, but those are decent sized guys. Then Aaron Baines, yeah, I, Aaron Baines is the least. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. I don't. What about? I would pick like if you're talking NBA players. Obviously, I would pick like someone who's like I'm saying. Shane on, he was saying no, no. He's Larkin saying that like out of like uh, out of the big men, out of big stocky guys, he would rather take an elbow from Valanciunas. I don't see how you don't understand. Than what fucking the fuck Aaron I'm Baines. What about Porzingis? Dude, fucking percent. You take it. You take Except a, his elbows are probably mad pointy. That's what I'm saying. That's like he's skinny as fuck. So it just so that all elbow bone. is just bone. It's just all bone. But no, Baines's fucking elbows are pointy and muscular, man. Mm, all right, all right. Maybe you can't think of someone. Maybe Marcus All. Oh, Marcus All with an elbow to the face Oof. could be worse than Baines. Yeah, that shit's fucking like a a two by fucking eight, just coming at your face. Extra pointy and muscular. It's and just, muscular. it's just a double two by four, just fucking <laughs> like two strapped that, together. And, and that's bam. girth. That's girth, not not width. That's what girth. About, what about Zebo? Ooh, <laughs> that's a tough one too. No, I'm not. I'm passing on Zebo. <laughs> okay, you got those, those guys are neck and neck. Zebo and Baines. You gotta you gotta choose Zebo or Baines. Who you gonna take the elbow from? Hoping you live. Jeez. I'm taking Baines. Actually, I think mm. taking Zebo. I mean, it's a coin flip at this point, but yeah, I guess I would take Zebo and hope that uh, he's high. He's older <laughs> because because he's because he's older he, and he misses. He's, yeah, because he might be high. It's not going to be as forceful because he's he's uh he obviously loves his, he, like, he loves marijuana. Here's a, here's a throwback. Here's a he throwback. loves weed. Speaking of weed, how about Sheed? Would you rather take an elbow from Sheed or I Zebo? Mean, if we're talking all time elbows, it's Carmelo one thousand oh, yeah. percent had the worst elbow ever. Uh, what about what about Rodman? Nope. 
Nope. Car Malone. Car Malone's elbows were like a chiseled fucking ice pick just coming for your face. Not to be outdone, Charles Oakley, though. He has some weird elbows, too. Okay. On that note. All right. What else have we missed, Joel? Uh Well, I know in case lot. you missed it. No, again, uh, just a, a quick congratulations to you again, Sway. All right. For come the, on, guys. Cut it out. Yeah, no, no. For over the weekend and stuff like that, you know, tell the peoples that they, they can... See some pics from the event, and you know he's got the trophy, so you can actually see that we weren't bullshitting about the fucking award and whatnot. So <laughs> yeah, we made this whole thing up. Actually, <laughs> yeah, so that would be mad funny if like <laughs> we just had like videos and shit, and Slay, so, like we made him a trophy and shit, just make him feel good. <laughs> we're like we're like in the studio, just <laughs> like, yeah, we're live here at the event. Uh, we just at the Royale. And like check out the cosplay. She Snapchat just fucking me. Like hey, <laughs> it's a great ass time at the event. Fucking party until. The wee hours of the morning, cold ass night. So, again, congrats to you from El Mundo and hey, big shout out to El Mundo, man. They put together one hell of an event. I mean, big, from uh, big from the performances, from of course the host Romero, from um, Hot ninety six. He did a he did a really oh, good yeah. job. Oh yeah, big shout out to him for fucking up my name too. I appreciate that, man. Call me Joel. Yeah, he did do that. Well, I mean, he was just reading it off piece of paper without any context. It's a fucking Latin Latin yeah, event, he's bro. La- he's Latino. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he called you Jose. It was better than Joel. How is that? It's the same <laughs> thing, bro. It's like somebody called me Cian. Yeah, but no, that's actually as if like one of your family members called you Cian. No, it's <laughs> anyways. Fucking- it was a really good event. I mean, the food was great. Everything, man. It was a really, really, really uh, well put together event. So special shout out to them, and uh, not only for the event, but of course for the honor. I mean, I appreciate it. One thousand percent. It was an unfor- unforgettable night. Yeah, next time and, let more um, people in the they VIP. They did a really though. good job. Let more people in the VIP though. Uh, it's up to tickets. them, man. Yeah. Hey, it could be up to Hennessy too. I mean, that's what I'm saying. The event. That's what I'm saying. No, you got a you got a personalized Hennessy bottle, right? That's just dope. I did. I did. I don't even know if I want to open it. No, don't do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> if I do, you guys will be there. Put it that way. Uh, cool. So you know, for, for some cool picks, check out all all our social media outlets, and uh, and that is it for. In case you missed it. Just in case you missed it, it's brought to you by the CLNS mobile app. Make sure you download the best on online sports coverage on your iPhone or your Android. And follow the CLNS YouTube channel. <laughs> right there for a second. That's right, CLNS Media. Holla, holla, CLNS. Get us back on the mainstream media, baby. Here we go. Right, we, got, well, we, got, we got called up to the big leagues again. Yeah, well, get, the, get the F out of here. Well, you got that and you got the fact that, I mean, they're the only network that shows full press conferences. I mean, that's something that that's I, true. I'm surprised other if people are recaps, other networks. I'm Listen, really surprised other networks don't do that. Listen, just because we have Lou Morloney on doesn't mean we get demoted to the to the minor leagues, okay? Uh, 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 I right. see what you did there. We ain't no Paw Sox podcast. Well, I saw what you did there. <laughs> We're not no Buffalo Bison. <laughs> but we are fanboys, guys, right? Yeah, we fanboy are. Fanboy podcast. Yeah, fanboy we're waving podcast. our Celtics uh, pom-poms over here. Yep. Where you guys you know, nailed it. They're so good at that. Where, you know, guys, they, they got you know his labels. You know what's funny about We got, Glenn we got, like a, we got a fuck boy producer, you know, producing a, a has-been host that doesn't realize when his time is coming gone. I used to love Glenn. Mm. Now he's now he's a man. Key term, used to. You got a fucking meathead like, you know, Christian. who uh, uh, JV uh, Zolak. JV Zolak. <laughs> That's how I like to call for you. JV Zolak. Yeah. And then there's Lou. Came on a podcast. He defended the brand. He did a uh, a pretty but no. But shout out to them for pretending job, like they didn't know who Josue was. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, it came on today. It's I will. I will give Lou Maloney credit for coming on the fucking podcast. Most people would say, 
Fuck that. I'm not. I'm not. He, he came on. He I mean, came he, on. He, he came on. That's big. He said what he had to say. He uh, grabbed that L and went home. So yeah, that was good. Yeah. I mean, come on. At the end of the day. No, you're just going to give a guy credit for being a man instead of, you know, now you're going to now now you're going to watch, though. This, this is what this is going to be a funny part, in my opinion. Is Ordway and Fourier are going to be there. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a spot on like, impression. That's, that's big old all, all day. Oh, look at that. Oh, can you believe it? You, know, the, you see the people don't realize. Right. Because people don't realize is, you know, it's a long season. Do they know you how? Know, they, yeah. think, they think it's going to be like they're going to win like the next 60 games. Do they, they know, know how this thing works over here? We didn't know that. We didn't know it was 82 games. Oh, we had no well, idea. You know, I mean, even yeah. Ainge said it. Like, yeah, they're going through a great time right now, but it. <laughs> you know, can they can they make it last? That's oh, the yeah. key and point. Then, and, and then Paul always chimes in. Oh yeah, they're they're they're, they're fanboys, guys. Oh yeah, oh, these yeah. guys are oh, fanboys. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, hey hey oh, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. listen to this, guys. Hey, listen to this. Oh hey, Lou, these guys they they're such fanboys, and you uh you guys have to like make fun of them. Come yeah. on, yeah. I, I worked so hard to get this job because you know my 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 roommate was uh you know ahead of everybody here, so you know that's how oh, we made it on here. You know, geez. it was so hard for me <laughs> oh, to get here to this point. Oh, you know what? So I, hard, you know. Uh, yeah, you know what? Let that's you know. Shout shout out to you, Zambarno. You know, thank you, bro. Yeah, he did give him a Fuck shout out, out too. After you, after you got the job, he shouted him out like, "Fuck Thank you so here. much, Joey Zerbano. Come on, I bro. got the full time gig. Come Thank on, you. bro. Come on, bro. Know your role. Not talented. You're not talented. The people who you produce could give two shits about what you do. Okay? And, and it's a paycheck for them. I will it should say, be a paycheck for you as well. I will say you give a good producer, Glenn Ordway, and you saw what the producer of the Big Show used to do for them, buffoons. That were on there and were the number one radio show in they Boston. Killed it. Yeah. Because they had a great producer, they had content, they had everything. This guy makes these three dudes look like idiots every single day. And the fact that they don't realize it, well No oh, guys, but we're you know, we got we got great ratings over Scott Zolak. So that's all that matters. I mean I mean I will I will say, I will say this. I'm a ninety eight point five guy. You know that. I love Zoe, but it's really Bertrand that brings that show down. Cause Zoe will be Zoe no matter what, and Zoe will have a Zoe far. Bertrand just doesn't doesn't know how to make a take, man. At the end of the day, they talked about us on their show. He thinks that our whole show was about him, so he came on and said what he had to say. So fuck this Twitter on back going back and forth shit. Oh yeah, it doesn't, we done. It doesn't really fucking in, in any way help us. It doesn't help them either. No, so. it, it really doesn't. Like people are gonna like Causeway Street, and then people your show, and then people who are retired and are <laughs> uh, picking up their grandkids from daycare and at. Uh, Noon. We like to listen to a has been and a meathead and, <laughs> and a utility guy. They'll tune into them. That's you know, it. So it. And people, Plain people, and people who have lies and want to listen whenever they want to yeah. will listen to us if they like the Celtics. And then, right. literally, let, let, wait, let, let's play this cut. Wait, the the people who listen to uh, Lou Maloney uh, for Celtics takes. No, that's right. They fucking don't. So they're gonna come here if they want to get real Celtics news. So let's go. I think we. I think we made a a nice little. Uh, yeah, a nice. We little, put a bow on it. A put bow put on, a bow it. on it. It's yeah. tied up. It's done. Now we can yeah. talk about Celtics. Yeah, and we, um, I think we realized a long time ago we stopped yelling at the radio and said, "Yo, we can have our own voice, use our own voice to talk about things that matter and and Celtics, you know, news and Celtics coverage." Yeah, and there's a, right. there's plenty of other Celtics podcasts that we don't go at them. They don't go at us. Everybody, everybody can have can eat a piece of the pie, and that's how the world fucking turns, man. You just gotta deal with it. Like Lou Maloney and them, they're so sensitive. They can't hear anybody talk. You brought up my name on your podcast, and that's why I'm going to come at you, and blah, 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 blah. All right, buddy. Like, I've talked shit about literally everybody I've ever known in my entire life, dude. It's just what I fucking do. And that's why you're on here. So take that. (laughs) 
Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Oh, man. All right, guys. We're up out of here. All right. Until All next right. time. Don't do drugs, kids. Bye, Lou. Later, guys. Do you think people actually say, oh, I wonder what Lou Malone thinks about the Celtics? Do you really think that? No.